Good evening, it is 5pm and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 11.9 FM. Brought to you by CFRC's local news collective. Christina Laurie, Mary McKetty, Dinah Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, and Jesse Bell. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. The Kingston Health Coalition organized a community-led referendum on healthcare privatization with in-person voting taking place over the weekend. The question posed on the ballot was, do you want our public hospital services to be privatized to for-profit hospitals and clinics? Prior to the referendum, I sat down with co-chair of the Kingston Health Coalition, Ross Sutherland, who discussed some of the goals of this referendum. You know, this is this is a part of a process, you know. Uh, I think what our goal here is, we'd obviously love the government to change their mind and backtrack. Um, I think it's unlikely they will backtrack with what they've done, but we could easily slow them down. And that's very important because if you keep the number of for-profit clinics relatively small, the damage is similarly relatively small. And um, then people can you know, revisit this question in the next provincial election. Um, you know, The federal government is already fining the province because they're allowing these for-profit clinics sector bill because they know that these clinics are charging patients to go there when it's illegal. I mean, it's illegal under the Canada Health Act. The results are officially in, and Kingston and area residents voted no to privatizing our public hospitals to for-profit clinics and for-profit hospitals in the referendum last weekend. 10,394 residents voted at 17 polling stations and other advanced polls that were staffed by 119 volunteers. Dozens more local residents helped during the six-week-long campaign. The combined results were 10,256 votes no to privatization, 138 votes yes, and 10 spoiled ballots. Over 98% of people said no to privatization to for-profit clinics and hospitals. The referendum was organized locally by the Kingston Health Coalition as a part of a province-wide vote organized by the Ontario Health Coalition. There were 1,000 voting stations across Ontario in addition to online voting options. Health Coalition volunteers stood at the corner of Princeton Concession this morning at 10 a.m. to reveal the vote results to the public and thank the people of Kingston for voting. There was also a short public announcement and comments from Joan Jardine, co-chair of the Kingston Health Coalition. Here's a brief clip from the announcement. People love our healthcare system. They know there are solutions. They know that what we need to do is build up what we have. And we, uh, they're on our As you can hear, many folks also showed their support by honking as they drove by. Unfortunately, the audio was a bit difficult to hear, but in her presentation, Jardin had to say, The local results show that our community is united in opposition to the government plans to move work out of our public, non-profit hospitals into for-profit corporate clinics. Our community understands that there is space in the public system to improve care for patients. There are many innovative ideas, great staff, and wonderful communities and volunteers that can be mobilized to support non-profit care. The real problems start with a lack of government will, systemic fund systemic underfunding, and a 30-year push to for-profit corporations to deliver healthcare, while causing significant staff reductions in public systems. Further privatization will only make the problems worse. KHSC to begin capping patient numbers at Children's Outpatient Clinic Urgent Care Centre. Starting on June 1st, Kingston Health Sciences Centre will begin limiting the daily number of patients seen at the Children's Outpatient Clinic Urgent Care Centre located at Hotel Deer Hospital site. The decision was made to ensure the team can continue to provide safe and effective care. Moving forward, the COPC will accept somewhere between 40 to 45 patients each day at the Urgent Care Centre, which is a walk-in service. Each day, the lead physician and nurse will determine how many patients it will be able to see, depending on the complexity of conditions needing to be addressed. 
As a result, it is expected the COPC Urgent Care Center will close earlier than usual several days per week. It is important to note that this patient capping only applies to walk-in visits to COPC's Urgent Care Center. Appointments that are pre-booked with physicians and other providers who provide specialty care through COPC clinics will continue as scheduled. COPC's Urgent Care Center will open each weekday morning at 9 a.m. and close when the maximum number of patients have been registered, or at the standard closing time of 4 p.m., whichever comes first. COPC remains closed on weekends and holidays. Patients who arrive after the doors have closed will be encouraged to seek care elsewhere, such as a walk-in or virtual care clinic, or the regular urgent care center, which is located also at Hotel Deer Hospital site, if they are open. After hours, all individuals who have urgent medical concerns such as breathing difficulties, seizures, or severe pain can visit the emergency department at KCSC's Kingston General Hospital site for care. To learn more about alternate options for care, visit rightplacerightcare.ca. Kingston and the Island's MPP Ted Shu officially launched his campaign to become the next leader of the Ontario Liberal Party on Sunday. Be sure to tune in to Kingston Currents next week on June 6th at 5pm to hear an interview with MPP Ted Shu fresh after this announcement. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is our Arts Desk with Lauren Tucker. Thanks, Christina. Here's your local arts news for today. Kingston's local independent cinema The Screening Room is reaching out to moviegoers for support in their 2023 projector donation drive. One projector at the local cinema is currently failing, and while still in recovery from the pandemic blows they have unfortunately suffered, the drive aims to raise $60,000 to replace it. Luckily, the drive has raised over half of that $38,000 as of May 24th. If you want to help The Screening Room keep the momentum going, you can donate now through their website and get a perk package. or. To Tune in to the 24-hour Trash Cinema Telethon event on June 10th and 11th with host Dan Simpson of Eyebrow Cinema, or simply check out a movie or spread the word. Visit ScreeningRoomKingston.com for more information and current showtimes. Spring Reverb kicks off at last tomorrow night, Thursday, June 1st. The festival will be hosting over 100 bands and speakers at downtown venues this weekend from June 1st to 4th, including acts like Dizzy, Electric Six, Effed Up, Gord Sinclair, Texas King, Ryland James, and tons more. Headlining the Ale House's opening show tomorrow night is local indie rock group Oak Ridge Ave. CFRC sat down with Oak Ridge Ave's own Sean Patterson to chat about the upcoming show. Take a listen. We are here with Sean Patterson from awesome local indie rock band Oak Ridge Ave in advance of their gig at Spring Reverb. Thanks so much for being here, Sean. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, always happy to uh, host folks and really excited, looking forward to the gig. So if you would, uh, can you just walk us through kind of Oak Ridge Ave, your group, who's who? How do you collaborate? Yeah, so there's me and... um... Thomas plays guitar, uh, we've got Joe on bass, and uh, Harrison plays the drums. Um, and this lineup, we've been together for about two or three years, I want to say. Um, and I've been playing with Harrison for, oh gosh, since about 2015. So it's been a long time. Um, this recent record that we just put together was 
very collaborative. We must have written some 30-odd songs before we whittled it down to the 10 that are on there. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we just like to jam, and, and we listen to tons of different music, so we've always got cool stuff to draw from. And um, and yeah, it was really cool. We worked with Hoxley Workman as well to produce this record, so that was just a, a dream. Awesome. Yeah, congrats on the record as well. Uh, it's, a, it's a really, really fun one. Um, and uh, I was wondering, now you've got this gig kind of coming up, kicking off Spring Reverb almost in a way as this Thursday night performance. As a group, do you find that the ability to perform live, especially perform live locally, contributes to your sound and to your process? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're fundamentally a, a live rock band. That's what we love to do. Uh, we do a lot of our writing in that kind of uh, live, jammy sort of spirit. We like to improvise on stage. Um, so, yeah, it, it means a lot to us to be playing here um, at the Alehouse, especially, but just generally around town. It's a big part of our identity and the way that we uh, get better. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, that actually segues really well into uh, something that I was just going to ask you. Uh, so the namesake of the group Oak Ridge Ave is, uh, you know, you immediately know these folks are from Kingston. That's a local street that we have. Um, is there kind of a story behind that being the choice of the name? Yeah, sort of. It's kind of an ongoing story in a way. It, the germ of it really was... Um, Way back in the day, in the late high school days, um, it, used, it was a place where we just used to hang out um, and uh, you know drink beer and write songs together, right. and uh, and it just sort of grew out from there. It was such a core identity of the band, um, and now actually Thomas, um, our guitarist and sort of engineer extraordinaire, um, we, we rehearse at his place, and he lives right at the end of Oak Ridge Avenue. You can look out his window and see all the way down the street so it's been HQ for a long time. Oh that's so interesting and, and sweet to hear kind of the origins of that so yeah you all are from Kingston um, but this or as I understand it um, but this is a specifically Spring Reverb is a fairly new festival that's really hitting its stride especially with the ability for live music to come back in full force so what's it like for you guys to be playing this local festival and what are you most looking forward to? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, Mark and Moira at KPP are, are really like, they're, they're such a, an important part of the scene and are really like a glue that keeps us all together. Um, and we were fortunate enough to play last year. We opened for the lowest of the low at the Ale House. And so to be sort of graduating up to a headlining spot this year with, with Texas King and the Codas and Nice On, it's just such a cool experience. And we're we've kind of been like, keeping this big sort of local show in our back pocket for a while and now our, our first single sunburn is out and it just feels like the right time to sort of unleash the, the summer playing season. Awesome, yeah. So congrats on the release of that as well, too, um, and for the upcoming gig. Kind of to just keep folks looking forward and on a, ending off on this note of looking forward to the festival, what can you say folks can expect from this Okra Jav show coming up at the Ale House on Thursday? Oh, just pure, upbeat, energetic fun is what it's going to be. We, uh, we've pulled out all the stops. Um, it's, I can't give away all the secrets, obviously, <laughs> but, you know, uh, grab a group of friends, pick up some tickets. Uh, I guarantee it's going to be a fun show. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, listeners, Oak Ridge Ave will be playing a Thursday night show doors at 7 p.m. at the Ale House to kick off Spring Reverb, featuring supporting acts Texas King, The Codas, and Nice On. Tickets are $20, and you can visit kppconcerts.com for the full lineup and more information. And thank you again, Sean, uh, for being here. Thanks so much. It's been fun. And be sure to tune in to the Kingston Curator at 3 p.m. this Friday for an episode that is jam-packed with spring reverb interviews with musicians like Taylor Adams, Good Fortune, Monac, Tom Savage, and more. For all tickets and the full schedule of concerts and events to plan your spring reverb weekend, visit kppconcerts.com slash springreverb. This weekend at the Baby Grand Theatre from June 1st to 4th, Civilized, a new work by Keir Cutler and performed by award-winning Métis actor John D. Huston, will be playing evening and matinee performances. The story follows that of William Blank, a fictional federal bureaucrat from the year 1907, resurrected into the present day, who seeks to defend the indefensible residential schools. This acclaimed new production is a play, quote, about the banality of evil and putting it right, and is, quote, a compelling look at how colonialist ideas of what it means to be civilized were responsible for the horrors inflicted on First Nations people. Tickets are available now through the Kingston Grand box office and at www.kingstongrand.ca slash events. Local poet and host of CFRC's Finding a Voice, Bruce Kaufman, will be hosting a book launch event for his latest collection, Still Arriving, June 4th at 6pm at Novel Idea Bookstore. This is his fifth poetry collection, and the launch event will include readings and an acoustic guitar performance from his good friend Erwin Strait, performing some favorite songs to set the mood. The Facebook event is available through Novel Idea Bookstore's Facebook page, so be sure to check it out for an awesome evening in the downtown. Coming up next week, the Art of Community Tet Tuesday exhibition will be open from June 6th to 11th at the Tet Center for Creativity and Learning. The exhibition is a curated collection of works from artists who participated in the Tet Tuesday program throughout the year and showcases many mediums and styles of pieces from local artists. The exhibition is family-friendly and free to attend, so be sure to check out tetcenter.org events for full show hours and more information. Last but not least, the Festival of Live Digital Art will be hitting Kingston next week, running from June 7th to 10th. The focus of this year's festival is artists with disabilities and the importance of inclusivity, and features dance performances, film screenings, performance art, and a free family silent disco event on June 10th with a live ASL interpretation. Tickets and passes, as well as a full events calendar and more information on accessibility and accommodations, are available at folda.ca. That's all for Arts Desk for today. Now I'll throw it over to Jesse Bell at the Sports Desk. Thanks, Lauren. This is Jesse Bell from the CFRC Sports Desk, and this is your sports report for Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. We start things off with the NBA. We know that it will be the Denver Nuggets hosting the Miami Heat in the NBA's championship series. For Denver, this is their first appearance in the NBA Finals. As for Miami, they look to secure their fourth Larry O'Brien trophy in franchise history. The series will tip off on Thursday, June 1st. In NHL news, it will be the Vegas Golden Knights hosting the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup Finals. This means that we will see a new, first-time Stanley Cup champion. 
Vegas last made the NHL Stanley Cup Finals in 2018, whereas for Florida, it was back in 1996. In local sports news, the Napanee Golden Hawks will be playing against St. Michael's from Kentville today in the Eastern Ontario Secondary School Sport Association Baseball Finals. The winner of the Eastern Regionals will earn a spot in the Provincial Finals, which will be played next week. And to round things out for today, we just want to take a moment to once again discuss the upcoming Chinlock Wrestling event on Saturday, June 3rd, the Chinlock Student Showcase 2. Chinlock Wrestling is a Kingston-based professional wrestling organization that runs family-friendly, all-ages events in the Kingston community. Student Showcase 2 is a free entry show that will be held in Shannon Park on 199 Wilson Street here in the city of Kingston. The show is set to begin at 12 p.m. and end at 3 p.m. CFRC will be on site providing the sound for this event. That's it for your sports update for this Wednesday, May 31st, 2023. This is Jesse Bell signing off and throwing it over to my main man, Chance, for the community update. Thank you, good afternoon, and this is CFRC 101.9 FM's Community Update, your source for news and events happening around Kingston, Ontario. City Hall and Springer Market Square will be illuminated in red on May 31st to start off the Red Shirt Day of Action for Accessibility and Inclusion. As part of National Accessibility Week, running from May 28th to June 3rd, people across Canada are encouraged to wear red to create a visible display of solidarity. Red shirts are born to show their support for disabled people and their families, celebrate the achievements of disabled Canadians, and to pledge their commitment to create fully accessible and inclusive societies. Check out the red lights that will be displayed at City Hall and Springer Market Square on May 31st. Another event from City Hall is happening this Thursday. On June 1st, there's an Administrative Policies Committee meeting at City Hall from 6 to 7 p.m. Residents may attend select committee meetings in person. Those attending are asked to consider the following. If you have any symptoms of illness, please stay home and participate virtually. Wear a well-fitting mask, such as a medical mask. Sanitize your hands before entering council chamber or memorial hall. Limited seating is available in the council chamber. Seating will be reserved for registered delegations with remaining seats available on a first-come, first-served basis. Meeting proceedings can also be viewed from City Hall in Memorial Hall via live stream. Residents can also participate in committee meetings in three other ways, by sending your comments via email to the committee clerk, participating in the Zoom meeting, participating by phone, by calling 613-546-4291, extension 1170, and leave a message with your name, phone number, and the agenda items you wish to speak to. Staff will respond to your voicemail within 24 hours to provide you with the call-in number for the meeting. Phone registration closes two hours before the start of the meeting. If you wish to follow along but do not feel the need to participate, all meetings will be live-streamed on the Kingston City Council YouTube channel. That's all for now. Over to Christina Laurie with your campus news.
Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. Fletcher Foundation grant to St. Lawrence College inspires interest in biotechnology. A gift to SLC from the Fletcher Foundation will bring area high school students to the college's labs as part of the Future Technologist program. Students will work with specialized learning kits and gain exposure to hands-on learning opportunities in biotechnology. The next workshop at SLC will be held on May 31st for students from Holy Cross Secondary School in Kingston. Curriculum equipment and supplies were deployed to Limestone District School Board schools during the fall 2020 semester and will be made available to all partnering school boards in 2023. The Future Technologist program provides students in rural and remote schools across southeastern Ontario with access to equipment, curriculum, and hands-on learning experiences that they otherwise may not be able to access. Feedback received from partnering schools has been overwhelmingly positive, demonstrating the impact of the Fletcher Foundation's investment in the future of biotechnology studies. For Queen Summer students, there are a few deadlines coming up in the first week of June. To start us off on June 1st, we have four deadlines. First off is the last date to apply for the university for admission as a part-time student for the fall term. It is also the last date for Queen students to apply for admission to a dual degree program for the fall term. June 1st is the last date for Queen students to apply to transfer into the Faculty of Arts and Science for the fall term. Finally, June 1st is the last date to apply to the university for upper year full-time admission for fall term from another post-secondary institution. June 3rd is the last date to drop summer term classes in the May to June six-week session without faculty office permission. And finally, June 7th is the last date to apply for accommodation for an official examination conflict for the June, July, and August examination sessions. That's all for your most pressing upcoming deadlines, and that also wraps up campus news for this week. Next up, I'm passing it to Dino with weather and traffic. Thanks so much, and now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight we'll have clear skies and a low of 12 on Thursday, sunny skies with a high of 30 and a humidex of 33, clear skies and a low of 14 at night. On Friday, sunny with a high of 29, clear skies at night with a low of 16. Saturday, sunny skies with a high of 26 and a low of 14 with clear skies on Saturday night. And Sunday night, we'll have sunny skies with a high of 26 and clear skies with a low of 14. And now it's time for the City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists, cyclists, pedestrians can expect road closures at Albert Street from Princess to Mac, Dunkirk Avenue, Alfred to Fergus, Fergus Street 1st to 3rd, Gore Street, Ontario to King, Lower Brewers Swing Bridge, King Street, Plast Arms to the Tragically Hip Way, Kirkpatrick Street from Kingston to Newton, Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess, Union Street from Division to University, University Ave from Union to Earl, and Wright Crescent from the south intersection of Palace to 16 Palace. The School Streets Initiative is still in effect on McDonnell Street from Earl to Hill and Sydenham Street from Ordnance to Colburn, 8.40 a.m. to 9.10 a.m. and 3.20 p.m. to 3.50 p.m. weekdays until June 29th. And the Play Street Initiative is also in effect on Thomas Street from County to Patrick, 3.30 to 5.30 on Mondays until August 28th. The parking disruption at the Chan Memorial 
Memorial parking lot is still underway. Parking is available at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages. Other road delays, Babcock Road, Kepler Lee to Orser, Burbrook Road, Highway 38 to the end of Burbrook, Coverdale Drive, the T intersection at Coverdale to the end, Highway 15, Gore to Rose Abbey, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Jackson Mills Road, Lemoyne Point from front to the end of front, King Street from George to Lower University, Patterson Road, Battersea to Mount Chesney, Sand Hill from Boundary to 3058 Sand Hill, Taylor Kid Boulevard from Collins Bay to 100 meters west of Collins Creek Bridge and Woodburn Road, Highway 15 to Abrams. And the Rideau Trail from Queen Mary to Parkway is still closed for crews to replace that sanitary main, install shoring, and build a new gravel pathway. And now over to Mary with this week's events calendar. Thanks so much. I'm Mary McKetty, and this is your events calendar for the week. This week's live music lineup is all about Spring Reverb, with live music performances happening across the city this Thursday, June 1st until Sunday, June 4th. Today, I'll be covering Spring Reverb's kickoff party and all opening night shows. This Thursday, Spring Reverb's kickoff party begins at 5.30 till 6.30 p.m. at the Broom Factory, located at 305 Rideau Street. The kickoff is an all-ages mixer and networking event that is free to attend, but limited registration spaces are available, so head over to ticketscene.ca to save your spot now. After the kickoff party, Keaton, 92 Rare, Almond Milk, and Matt Almeida perform from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Broom Factory, located at 305 Rideau Street. While Keaton and 92 Rare play hip-hop beats, Almond Milk showcases their experimental style with various sounds and instruments, and Matt Almeida brings in their DJ and electronic style. This all-ages show is $12 to attend, with tickets available online at ticketscene.ca. Next on Thursday's Spring Reverb lineup, Oak Ridge Ave, Texas King, The Codas, and Nissan are live from 7 to 11 p.m. at the Ale House, located at 393 Princess Street. Oak Ridge Ave, The Codas, and Nissan are all local favorites, accompanied by Toronto-based Texas King, who are all set to offer an electric performance. The show is 19+, plus, and tickets are available for $20 at ticketscene.ca. Your last Thursday Spring Reverb lineup comes from Lauren Carson, Mill Wrights, and Jukebox County, who hit the stage at 10pm at the Toucan, located at 76 Princess Street. Each artist brings you a mix of vibes, with Lauren Carson giving you nostalgia, Mill Wrights rockin' and rollin', and Jukebox County taking influence from artists like Neil Young to dialogue the human experience. Their show is free to attend, and doors open at 9pm, so check out kppconcerts.com for more information. That's all for live music lined up this week, but I've still got two other events lined up for your calendars. As part of Spring Reverb, David Burns, yep, the one from Talking Heads, True Story is screened from 6 to 7.30pm at the Screening Room, located at 218 Princess Street. This all-ages screening showcases Burns' musical comedy for $13.50, unless you have a Spring Reverb pass, in which case you're granted free admission. Doors open at 5.30pm and you can purchase tickets online at screeningroomkingston.com. Coming up on Saturday, Amanda Fox hosts two powwow workouts at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library Central, Central Branch, located at 130 Johnson Street. Fox is an Ojibwe powwow instructor who hosts powwow workouts to share her culture and promote physical health. This all-ages high-intensity workout has two sessions, one from 1 to 1.45pm and one from 3 to 3.45pm. This event is free to attend, but registration is required, so visit calendar.kfpl.ca to reserve your spot now.
this week, we invite our listeners to check out kppconcerts.com to find out about the panels that are going on fourth free during Spring Reverb. All the panels are all ages, so you can bring your family out and learn something regarding the music industry. CFRC's local news programming. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, visit our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, and Queen's University Career Services and Approved Contractors. Visit approvedcontractors.ca today for more information on your asphalt paving needs. Stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples and brought to you by the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science.